All right. Radcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely honored to have on board. Straight from The Voice, what is up, Sawyer Fredericks? What's going on, buddy? Um, not much. I'm actually not on, I'm not in L.A. right now. I'm on the farm, but everything's cool here. Good stuff. Hi, man. Um, I, I mean, life must have really um, just changed a lot for you. I know you can't get into specifics about the show yet, um, but can you tell us how the experience has been for you uh, since since your audition? It's been an amazing experience for me just being on that stage and meeting all the coaches. It's been awesome. So much, so many good tips they've given me. And it's all all been a little overwhelming, but <laughs> it's all for the good. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm guessing it's 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 kind of surreal, you know. One second you're on a farm in upstate New York, and the next second, you know, you're all over everyone's living room. Um, kind of kind of takes it, you know, took your breath from you a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing, huh? Oh yeah. So you turned all four chairs, and you sang the rendition of "I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow." Um, what? What was it that made you pick that song? Was that a song that you've played a lot of times previous to that? Um, yeah, I played that song a lot at farmer's markets and just around the house. But I've always loved that song. I love the movie, Oh Brother, Why Art Thou? I just think it's a good song. What? Now, you know, my nephew, who's, who's 20, I think he's 23 now, uh, he's in the United States Marine Corps. But when he was your age and younger, he was also into like Pink Floyd. He was into Led Zeppelin. He was into older 70s and 80s rock, which I always thought was pretty cool from his generation because that's like my generation stuff. And when I when I researched you and I and I, and I saw the music you you like, kind of kind of the same as my nephew. You have a throwback style to you. Um, how was that music introduced to you? Did that did you just listen to that stuff on your own or did your parents get you onto it how how that all happen um it was kind of my parents I was basically it's what my dad listened to and then it's what I was listening to and I really liked it and it's just it's just been around me so it's just kind of what I fell in love with do you do you, do you like other kinds of music also like the newer type music or are you pretty much a throwback kid you just like the older stuff I do like a lot of new Oma bands out there, but it's I'm, I'm not really like interested in like old pop stuff and mm-hmm. new country. But uh, my favorite artist is Rayo Montaigne, and I listen to a lot of Langhorn Swim, Pontini, which is a UK artist, and some different kind of styles, which like is Tool and Richelieu, which nothing like the style these guys sing, but. I still like it. <laughs> that makes you unique, though. That's good. That, that, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, how many like like you're now? You're homeschool, right? You don't go to a, to a public school. You're, you're are you homeschooled? Yeah. All right. So, what about your friends? Like, like, do they all listen to the same kind of music you do? Oh no. <laughs> none, of, none of my friends listen to the music I do. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. That's good. It makes you unique. All right, so um, so let's get back on onto the show. Um, kind of try to paint a picture for the fans out there. 
how nerve-wracking is it, man? How Were you nervous, like, right before you walk out on the stage, you're looking at the backs of these chairs, and there's a whole, you know, packed house audience in there? What's that do for your nerves, man? I mean, some people would find that very nerve-wracking, but I, when I perform, I kind of go into my own zone and really just sing from my heart, but... Going out on that stage, I think, was the most nervous part for me. Just, But once I started singing, the nerves were gone, and I just played my song. Did you have any clue that they would turn around so fast? I mean, because three of them turned I around like no within... no idea they were going to turn, turn around that fast. Basically, before I even took my second breath, it was unbelievable. I know. I mean, you, you, you sang, like, the first five or six words, and they were spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, all I mean, Adam and and Pharrell and Christina spun around fast, and and um, Blake took us, you know, another minute or so, but he was back around also. But you chose Pharrell, which I was actually glad because he's a great producer, and and even somebody as old as me, and I'm, I'm I'll be fifty in October. Um, I love his I love his music. I love everything he does about music. So, what was it about Pharrell that that got you to uh, pick him and maybe not Adam? Well, I went in there thinking Blake or Adam just because they could. Blake is closer to my genre, and Adam could really help me with my head voice because my voice is changing right now and I'm having trouble with it. But I went with Pharrell just because I think we have similar personalities, and I think he can really help me with my music and. He talks a lot about originality, which I think really speaks to me as an artist. It's just, he really understands what way I want to do it. And you mentioned that your voice is changing. Um, now, when you were younger, was your was your voice higher and it's getting deeper now? Or how, what's going on with that? Oh, yeah. My, I, my voice literally dropped an octave. Wow. <laughs> um, the, my old album that's out on iTunes right now, it's my my voice is a little like angel boy. <laughs> Which it, I I like the sound to it, but it's it's a kid voice, and I don't I don't really care for kid voice. I mean, I had great control of my voice, but I'm happy with the tone I'm getting now. Right. I mean, obviously, so were the judges because they all spun around before you even took a breath. Um, and you know, and then the Mickey Mouse voice days are over with. I mean, you're getting a little bit older, and you're, you know that's what happens in life. Thankfully, your voice is changing to a tone that's unique, though. Oh yeah. All right. So I saw on the um, last night's show they showed some teaser clips of um, you working with Team Pharrell, and I believe it was Lionel Richie that he got he got in there um, with you guys. Um, talk about I mean, without getting too specific. I mean, that must have been a pretty cool experience, though. Oh, yeah, it was an amazing experience meeting him. So much potential that we have, and just him giving me so many good tips. It's amazing working with him. What do you say to a guy like Lionel Richie? Because he's a legend in my eyes also. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you, you know, like again, you're, you're from upstate New York. By the way, I'm from Mayapak, New York, which is about 50 miles north of New York City and south of Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, so we're not we're not from too far away from one another. But yeah, but what do you what do you say when you when you see a Lionel Richie? I mean, it's pretty chill because we both know we're both artists and it's very respectful of each other. And I mean, it's it's not really much. It, like obviously, 
very humbling to be there with him and really amazing just meeting him but I don't know it's it's really and he's really a cool guy it's very calming to be with him it's not like it's Lionel Richie and bow down but <laughs> right 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 yeah I'm guessing like maybe you're starstruck for a second and then everything just goes away and you get to business all right, so what happened, man? How did you get on The Voice? Was this, you know, something you seeked out to do, or how, how did that, how did how did it happen? Um, they actually found me on YouTube, and they invited me to New York City to for I basically, basically I think a uh, callback, and I kind of was a little skeptical of doing it just because it was a lot to think about, and it was the first time I ever did an audition thing. But I'm really happy I did it, and I think it's turning out pretty great. So they actually found you first. Yeah, they found me on YouTube. So you weren't even trying. You're just doing your thing on YouTube, like a lot of people do. They have YouTube channels. And so what happened? Did you get like somebody email or call your mom, or how did that happen? Uh, I think someone gave my mom a call. Wow. So you, so you weren't even ready for this? I can't this. quite remember how it happened. My mom just kind of like told me, hey, they want you to audition for The Voice, which I was pretty stoked about that. <laughs> wow. Wow, so then you fly out, so you leave New York. And I want to make it clear to the fan that we're not talking Brooklyn, Manhattan, Bronx, New York. We're talking a little, like, cow town, upstate New York. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, you know, and again, my little town, Mayapack, New York, um, I mean, it's nothing but, like, trees and country and lakes. And, um, you know, even though it's only an hour north of New York City, you don't have to get very far out of New York City for the state to turn into mountains and country. Yeah. All right, so when you look back, and again, can't get into specifics, I understand that. Um, but overall, when you look back at the experience, um, how the experience most changed you so far? Um, I think it's just uh, really helped me come out of my shell and get over talking on the, like, interviews. It's allowed me to get over that. And I'm, it's like, when I was uh, younger, I was able to sing on stage, but talking was just not going to happen. <laughs> okay, so let me stop but you. Let me, really let me stop you there, because now that, now I know what your, what your mom meant, um, right when you finished your song for the audition. And all the judges spun around. Your mom said, "Okay, now he just has to talk." Is that was that what she meant? Because you're, you're exactly. because you're really shy. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, so, so that you so so the experience got you out of your shell, not as shy anymore. Not as shy. Still shy, but yeah. not as shy. Yep. <laughs> Probably got one or two more girls chasing you too these days. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Good stuff, man. All right, brother. I know you. I know you're busy. I really appreciate you doing this. Uh, before I let you go, though, is there, is there some advice um, you can give to some kids out there, you know, your age or younger or even older, maybe that are trying to do their thing? Is there any advice you can give them? I mean, really, just follow your heart. If you like and playing guitar and singing, then just do it. It doesn't really matter what other people think. Awesome, man. Do you have a Twitter or Facebook you want to you want to get out there so people can follow you? 
Yeah, I got a Facebook page, which is just Sawyer Fredericks, and a Twitter page, which is I'm at Sawyer, F-R-E-R-X. Okay, say that one more time because the phone broke up a little bit. I want to make sure it's out there clear. At Sawyer, F-R-D-R-X. There it is, man. Well, Sawyer, congratulations on the success. I mean, obviously, those of us who have um, who are on this side of the TV, we don't know what happens yet, um, but there's a lot of people pulling for you, man. And just being a native New Yorker, I'm proud of you, man. I really am. I'm pulling for you. Um, and I look forward to doing a follow-up with you one of these days soon. Okay, thank you so much for your time, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.